This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1 800 858 858. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos, and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1 800 858 858. He's a talk of the town, talk of London town, our man Razor Ray. After years of back and forth about when and how he might take over coaching the All Blacks. It seems now more than likely that his foray into Test Rugby will be with another nation. Or will it? His signature will be in hot demand after a successful stint with the Barbarians defeating the All Blacks 15. The dots are starting to be connected to talking, taking over from Eddie Jones with England's post next year's Rugby World Cup. Mike Brown has 72 caps for England. He's a gun. A gun, I must say that. He's an absolute gun fullback for as long as I can remember. He's had the pleasure of working with Razor with the Barbarians in recent weeks and he's been a big fan from what I understand and he's been good enough to join us this morning. G'day Brownie, how you doing brother? Izzy, how are you mate? No, this is uh, great to speak to you. I want to know who's giving you the uh, radio show mate, this is amazing. <laughs> I know, I can't believe it myself my friend. We're part of SCNZ down here, we're a sports radio show and uh we talk all things sports, so whoever gave me the mic, they're probably regretting it right now. But we're having fun, brother. We're having fun. <laughs> Tell me about your last couple of weeks. How much fun was it? How was Razor oh. and the Kiwi lads? Oh, mate, it was. It's, it's got to be up there with one of the uh, best couple of weeks of uh, my rugby career easily. No, it was. It was brilliant fun and we got a couple of wins out of it. But um, yeah, the Kiwi boys were brilliant as well. Um, Razor, Razor leading the charge um, with his dancing and his singing and um, oh. creating a great environment. And then D-Mac, money man D-Mac was just uh, <laughs> causing absolute mayhem <laughs> over in England. That guy's got some serious skills. Wow. Hey, Mike, hey Mike the um, the relationship you, you built up with D-Mac over those couple of weeks obviously showed out on the football field. You enjoyed working um, alongside Razor, I guess, Ryan Agara, and read some article here that you think that he should have the, the job over um, Borthwick up there. Just just tell us what you learnt about um, spending some time with Razor and why you think he, he he possibly is a good contender for that English job. Yeah, um, for me to do the Barbarians, was, it was a big draw that, that Razor was involved, obviously, um, watching... The Crusaders from over here um, was a big fan of his and, w- and what he was doing there, and um, so I wanted to see it up up uh, up close, and it exceeded my expectations to be honest. Um, and I think, in terms of England, it would be the exactly the person that um, that they kind of need, I think, to to kind of lift that environment and, and get them out of playing with a bit of fear. I think is probably the best way to describe it. But yeah, in terms of him, like it, the way he just. He just is just a, such a good people person. I've, I'm not really experienced it to that level before with with any coaches that I've had. Um, 
the way he connects with people, the way he understands personalities, the way he just he just makes you feel so comfortable, like you've known him for years. Um, yeah, and just loved every minute of it. Now, from an English perspective, would would the, do you feel most of the players and and the and the personalities would take to Razor and and how he approaches it? Look, I've been coached by him for many years, and for me personally, I loved it. But you could probably get a sense that it's not for everyone. So, do do you feel like it's a good fit for English rugby at the moment? Yeah, I honestly feel like he's the sort of person that kind of. They they kind of need to 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 make this step up. I just feel like they're playing within themselves. People like Marcus Smith, they're playing one way for their club, and then you kind of see yeah. that mentality and and uh, shift when they're playing. You know the example on the weekend when he's kicking the ball out um, to take the draw. Yeah. He's, if he's in a Quinn shirt, he's never doing <laughs> yeah. that. The amount of comebacks they've had um, down at Harlequins um, over the last couple of years, they're never kicking the ball out ever. So why he's doing that in an England jersey for me just kind of points to to the environment and maybe they're playing within themselves a bit of fear. Um, they haven't played the best rugby to like 10 minutes of that um, New Zealand game when they suddenly kind of had to, to, to push, push the, the envelope and, and, and do some stuff. So yeah, I think, I think he will like, I, and also just speaking to me, he, he seems to have a great awareness of, of, of himself and what, he, what sort of people he would need to, uh, around him to kind of um, fill in the gaps that maybe he's not so good at. So, to have that awareness as, as a person is, is, a, is a massive strength as well. Sorry about that. Hey, um, just doing that, Mike, I'm just thinking about you talking like old versus new, Eddie Jones, where he is at, he's come in, he's been there for a number of years now, and and then you've, you're talking about Razor and how he's connected with the players. Is that is that really where English rugby is at the moment is that probably Eddie Jones doesn't actually understand the players and you can see that there's so much more growth in it with a, with a, a young coach like Razor coming on board? Yeah, I think I think in sport and coaches now, you can't just have the technical and technical knowledge in the, on the field um, detail and, and expertise. I think it's more than that. It's about understanding personalities and getting the best out of people and building that environment that everyone can kind of flourish and develop. I just, I just wonder, you know, through my experience with Eddie and just kind of seeing it from the outside now, and and how much they're kind of playing within themselves, or or I feel they are, that they need someone that that has that other side to them, and you know, just from being, you know, with with Razor for a couple of weeks, he just he just seems to have it, he just gets it. So I just think, man, England just got to go and get someone like that, and you know, his his signatures there for the take in New Zealand of. For some reason, I can't understand why I haven't gone and got him. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, England, go get him, definitely. You're telling us, Brownie. You're telling us, mate. Everyone <laughs> can't believe it. And, and, and I wrote something yesterday. I said, look, he's, he's gone. He's going to go catch England because they generally want him. He's been up in the UK. I'm expecting hospitality. He'll be doing corporate events. He'll be getting a little, uh, little envelope thrown in his pocket left, right and centre. So he'll be loving it. The old peacock that he is up there in the north. Look, um, mate, honestly, <laughs> you, you touched on it. In that 70 minutes, England were playing to the playbook. They threw out the playbook in that last 10 minutes and they absolutely exposed the All Blacks. And that is what Razor does. Just lets them play. They have little structures within that they can always go back to, but play what you see. Follow your instincts. We're rugby players first. For you, Brownie, where are you at? You've played 350 games for the Harlequins. You're now at Newcastle Falcons, mate. You've, you've still got plenty of juice left in the legs. 
Yeah, no, mate, I still feel good. So, so I don't have a club currently. Um, so I'm not sure how aware you are of the situation um, in the prem- Premiership up here. But basically, the salary cap dropped by a million. So for guys like myself that ended um, a contract, um, it's kind of the wrong time. There was no no jobs out there, basically. And then on top of that, um, a quarter way through the season, we had um, Worcester and Wasps um, fold and go into administration. So that added an extra hundred odd players to the market. So for guys like myself already on the market, wasn't it's it's not great. But you know, look, I, I'm, I'm working towards my my transition um, out of rugby. Um, so if a playing uh, opportunity comes up that kind of fits into what my family want to do and, and where my transition is, then great. If if not, I'll keep working hard towards my transition. And, and if a non-playing uh, opportunity comes up, I'll, I'll take that. But it was just good to get out there with the Barbarians and, and show that the old boy still got a bit if anyone wants him. <laughs> you still got it, brother. Like, that is crazy. And that's the, that's the crazy thing about the situation up in the north. Like We've been watching it all unfold down here. And forgive me, I, I didn't know that you were part of that whole mess that was kind of going on at the moment. But it, it, it is, it is, are we going to see more? Are we going to see more of it happening in the UK and... And more teams going through this situation, or was it just poor um, governance from those yeah, mate, clubs? Yeah, mate, I don't, I don't know to be honest. I think there might be a couple of other clubs that are kind of on the brink. But um, I think as bad as it is, it's um, going to force the the Premiership mm. um, and the way it's governed and the structures and everything else. You know um, how the owners run their businesses. It's going to force you know this bad situation. Going to force everything to be changed for the better now, um, which is a good thing. It's just it's just a shame that it's come to this. Um, and look for me personally, I've had I've had a, a you know a, a good career and loved every minute of it. And if it continues, then then amazing, and I'm ready to go. But if not. You know, I can't complain, and um, I'm very grateful for for what I've achieved. So it's all good. Hey, Mike, Razor will need a kicking coach, mate. So get in his ear if you want, if you're looking for a contract, um, <laughs> mate. Don't don't you worry. I was already in his ear if he uh, if he got the England job. I said, mate, get me get me in that environment. I'll come and uh, I'll come and dance and sing with you, mate. <laughs> yeah, work out your work out your moves. He loves a little bit of break dancing. Hey, England, mate, they would have taken some confidence out of that last nine minutes on my uh, on my clock, getting that draw against the All Blacks to play South Africa this weekend. Uh, how do you think they'll go? Yeah, look, it's going to be a different beast, isn't it? We know what the South Africans are like, physical, set-piece, kicking game. Um, I just hope that nine, ten minutes hasn't just papered over some of the cracks in terms of the way they're playing and they actually now push on to um, you know, start games like that, You know, let people like Marcus Smith run the game and, and, and play the way we know he, he, he and the others can and really push the envelope in terms of their attack especially and then get a bit more bite about their attack defence which has kind of been a, a strong point of England rugby or it was when I was involved get back to those strong you know um, basics of England rugby the set piece and the defence to really squeeze teams and you're going to have to do that against South Africa because like I said that's where where their strengths are um, so it could be a big old physical battle um, but it'd be a long day if they don't start the way they finished against the All Blacks and then you run them wild, mate. You get them on the edges like you did, and you run those big feet, uh, those big men off their feet because they can't keep up, Brownie. Quickly, just quickly, you're on the ground there. Have you seen anything? Do you know anything? Has any pen been put to paper? What was big the scouts out there? So locked away yeah. that contract in a safe at Twickenham. <laughs> 
Mate, he wouldn't. He wouldn't tell me. Um, no, I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, it'd be uh, if if I was ARFU, I'd be on his phone every single day until he did sign it. In fact, I wouldn't even let him on the in on the plane until he signed it. <laughs> I wouldn't let him on the plane. Um, but we'll see. He's got to be. In, he's got to be sought after, isn't he? But um, I have to Ooh. give a shout out to D Mac as well. If I was clubs, yeah. you know, in England and France, I'd be all over him like a rash as well, and wouldn't be letting him get on the plane. Um, until he signed that mega deal, which you know uh, the the money man Mac uh, should should deserve because you know he's some player. Jesus, he was uh, he was class over here. Was he good on the field? Obviously, we saw on the field. With how was he off the field? Good. Yeah, he was good. He was he was he was he was, he was yeah he was he was good in his own way. He's you know he's quiet, quite reserved lad. Um, and and the other couple of Kiwis were uh, Levi and AJ Lamb, but. Um, yeah, you know they they were still yeah good fun in their own right, but geez, there's a trio of good players there. Yeah, mate, we, we're so proud. Of, yeah, we love. Yeah, we're we're pretty crazy. We have got some talent down under here, and Dmax one of those. It'd be interesting to see if he can force his way into that All Blacks team. And I train with uh, Jane Robertson, and I seen her yesterday. I might have to get in her ear and see what's going on, Brownie, mate. We appreciate you coming on. Thanks so much, and uh, no doubt, no problem. Whatever you do next, you do it with flying colours because you're an absolute champion. You still got game too, mate. So get out there, keep going, hold it down Cheers, for mate. us old farts. <laughs> appreciate it, mate. You're a legend. Appreciate it. Awesome. Cheers, Mike. There he is, Mike Brown. I was very lucky enough to be able to um, exchange a jersey with Brownie, and I've still got it here, and uh, wouldn't even come close to fitting me now. But mate, he's one of the good guys. One of the good guys. Did a podcast last week. And they asked me if, um, if you get on with any of the English guys. I was like, oh, not really. Oh, Brownie. Brownie, he's one of my good mates. Yeah, he's a good champ. Always had a had time for him after the game. So I really appreciate that chat. And, wow, he's got big he's calls got, for Razor. Oh, hell, he's got Razor. He's been bitten by the Razor, isn't he? So um, mm. that's really interesting. That's such a great um, conversation to hear it from coming out of England. And especially from an ex-English player too, because that has some punch. Kempi, I just—he wrote this article for the Daily Mail to Mike Brown, and that's part of the reason why we tracked him down because I knew he was big on Razor. Guys, have a listen to this quote when he put it on paper, and then tell me who it sounds like. Scott makes it enjoyable, and I think that's exactly what the England team need. There's so much talent in English rugby. And I think they need a coach who will put them at ease and allow them to flourish and develop. My experience of playing for England is there is always a little bit of fear, and Scott would change that. He encourages you to be yourself and be brave on the field. It sounds like Bez. <laughs> is that Scott Robertson or is that Bez? It's just happened with the cricket team. When you put it in that context, because it's all about culture at the same time, and that fear factor, that pressure to succeed, well, it's crippling English rugby. It was crippling English cricket, wasn't it, Izzy? It was, it was, and that's why I'm a, I'm a bit fearful of the situation that is unfolding right in front of our eyes. And he said himself he can't believe it that Razor is available to coach. And, and this is, like I said yesterday in my bomb squad, this is going to come back to bite New Zealand rugby right on the backside. Trust me. Mm. He's going to unlock this, this nation that has resources at their expose that New Zealand rugby will never even come close to. Imagine that. Anything he wants, there you go. You get it, you want it, you get it. 
and this team will just flourish. Yeah. I see Baz's even got a chef going on their tour to uh, Pakistan. There you go. <laughs> so, so that's just to speak to. You're so right. It is scary. Wow, Mike Brown, legend. Good get there, is he? Uh, if you're just tuning in, that was Mike Brown played for 72 times, I think, for England. He was he was a quick fullback, good under the high ball. Man, he was a player, and he had some great analysis there on Razor Ray. 21 minutes past seven here with Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Is it a done deal? What do you think? Double eight, double three, or oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.